yesterday on the internet, I ran across um, a, uh, a quote. No, actually, I saw it on television, a quote from Will Smith. And then I found out on the internet that Will Smith has a whole bunch of sayings, I guess, that have originated from him. Maybe they come from his folk. But uh, I found one that really struck me. Will Smith said this, if you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. Right? If you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. You're ready. Ready? Ready, Freddy? That's it. You're ready. Well, it struck me because it just happened to fit into the readings from the Word of God this weekend. Uh, and actually, almost every time Jesus spoke, he was trying to preach about the kingdom of God. And a few of the things that he said is it's urgent. It's urgent. The kingdom of God isn't later when you die. It's right now. It's all around you. It's in you. The kingdom of God, as he says, is at hand. And he says to us, it's urgent that we open to it. And then today, we hear about the fruitfulness of the kingdom, that it bears fruit when it gets into us. And the great metaphor that's shared with us in this parable and allegory is that the soil has to be good. And if the soil isn't good, the seed won't penetrate, it won't stay, it won't take root and produce the fruitfulness. That's the richness of the word. When I was in the seminary, I had a professor who taught me Spanish a um, little bit, not, not much really. Um, and he taught one thing in class, which I'll get to in a second, but the other thing, there are two things that I remember so clearly, and these happened like uh, 44, eight, 49, 50 years ago. One day he was in the chapel preaching. All the priests that were on the faculty would come and all the students. We had mass every day. And um, the ambo in that chapel was on this side. It was the only one, and uh, that's where the gospel was proclaimed, all the readings, and that's where he preached. So he came over to preach at the ambo, and as he's preaching behind it, um, he just started his homily too. He just started to finish the gospel. And, said, and today's gospel, and all of a sudden he goes, wait a minute, I, I, I got to get out of here. Now, down this chapel were about 12 windows, floor to ceiling, and a pillar in between them. But it wasn't a pillar like that. It was about that wide. So it was about that wide, and then a window just a little bit wider, and then another pillar like that. Um, and so he walks from the ambo. He says, i got to get out of here. got to get out of here. And I thought he actually lost it at this point. I thought he was a little cuckoo anyway, uh, at least eccentric. So he walks over right into the pillar and bounces his chest off of it and steps back and says, I don't want to use that. No. So then he passes the window, and he, he goes over here to the pillar and bounces off of it and steps back. And then he goes down and does it again. Then he gets to the door where he could actually get out of here. He says, I don't want to use that. Passes it and then bangs into the pillar again. And does that about three more times. Well, we were screaming, laughing. It was just crazy. He goes back to the ambo, walks back up there, and he stands there until we're all quiet. And he says, some people prefer to bang into walls rather than to walk through the door. And then he walked away. Shortest homily I ever heard in my life. And I never forgot it. Never forgot it. And the point was super clear. And it's the truth. People will walk into walls and not go through the door. Why? 
Then one day in class, he came in to teach Spanish, and again, he prayed, and he starts the class, and all of a sudden, he goes like this, steps over, and he says, in Spanish, the participle always ends in NDO, always ends in NDO, NDO. Then he walks over here, and then walks a little further and says, in Spanish, the participle always ends in NDO. Class, say it. It ends in NDO. It ends in NDO. It always ends in NDO. The participle ends in NDO. Then he goes over, pick up the book, and he says, the participle in Spanish always ends in NDO. He must have said it about 10 times. And again, I thought, there he goes. He's losing it. But you know what? I never forgot it. It's the one rule in Spanish that I know, and it's always the truth. If they're IR verbs, ER verbs, AR verbs, it's regular, irregular, it's NDO, the participle. And it made that usage of the verb so accessible to me. And you can always say, estoy yendo, participando, leyendo, comiendo, viviendo. The participle always ends in NDO. What did he do? This man made two points, one very briefly, the other one extensively, but never to be forgotten. And in a way, that's what Jesus does in the Scripture today. Not that it's so short, but that he repeats it at least, I think I counted eight times, not counting finally about uh, the one who hears it and the one who hears it, but the other, one, the, the other phrase, you have eyes but do not see, ears but do not hear. Eyes that do not see, but ears that do not hear. What's he talking about? He's talking about we, we, we come to the Word of God, we say we heard it, we can actually give the words back sometimes. Give them right back. But did we really see it? Did we really hear it? Did it bear fruit within us? Did this soil take it in? And actually, uh, all of the Word works so perfectly together today. In the first reading, Isaiah is speaking for God, and, and listen to what he says. It's, it's priceless. It's typical. He says, Thus says the Lord, Just as from the heavens the rain and snow come down, and do not return there till they have watered the earth, making it fertile and fruitful, giving seed to the one who sows and bread to the one who eats, so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. My word shall not return to me void but shall do my will, achieving the end for which I sent it. So God is speaking forever, the kingdom of God, belonging to the kingdom of God now. That word goes out from his mouth. How does it get heard? Do we see it? Do we hear it? Does it plant in our hearts? Does it transform? And there's only two choices. We either say yes or no. I want it or I don't want it. I see or I don't see it's one or the other. It will bear fruit. And the fruit will either be a fullness of the kingdom of God coming into our lives or rejection of it. Now, this isn't about judging ourselves, but it's about noticing how important is the soil. That's why we come to church, really. We don't, we don't have to come to church to believe in God or Jesus. We could do it on our own. But there's something purifying and helpful to belonging to a community that tries to remember and share and sing out and proclaim the truth about the kingdom of God so that we keep each other honest, so that we, we are able to learn from one another, 
so that we can notice somebody else doing it perhaps better and saying, aha, that's what I want. That's what Father Barr was doing. Do we want to walk into walls or go through doors? That changed my life. That two minutes, that two minutes on some day of the week that we celebrated that Mass changed my life because it made me aware. I never forget it. And every time I'd go to the seminary and see the chapel, I never forgot it. And even now, when I read certain scriptures that pops right in my head, I don't forget it. And that truth got planted in me. I guess that day he was more like manure than anything. He manured the soil of that chapel because I suspect I'm not the only one who remembers it. In fact, I know anybody who was in the chapel that day if I bring it up, they'll say, oh, yeah, I remember that. They may not think of it as often as I do, but they remember it. So today, God speaks again through Isaiah, through Paul, through Jesus, noting how important this is. Because this soil is either going to receive deeply and produce 30, 60, 100-fold, or not so deeply and maybe nothing at all. Today, Jesus is inviting us to be rich soil that finds the Word, gets the Word, lives the Word, and is able to give the Word to others.